Got 48 degrees outside our Columbus Road studios. They say it's going to top out around 64. And they're saying that would occur around 4 p.m. today. The Mount Zion Church. That's our topic today, and golly, there's been so much activity there. It's exciting. And someone who's been documenting a lot of that in photography, Ahmed Ahmed. And uh, did I say that nearly right? Yes, this oh, was amazing. Amazing, yeah. because... The pronunciation, thank the, you. <laughs> Ahmed Ahmed. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Anyway, um, Ahmed, where are you from? I'm from Cairo, Egypt. Um, Egypt, eh? Yes. And what brought you to the U.S.? Um, Pull that mic a little closer. Okay. Uh, I came to the U.S. and to Athens uh, in January 2022 okay. uh, to join uh, Ohio University Communication Development Master's Program. And how did you hear about that program from Egypt? Uh, this is this is interesting. Like the I like just I got the scholarship. Its name is uh, Civil Society Leadership uh, mm -hmm. Award mm -hmm. uh, from a civil society, which is given by civil society organization. And like they like they sent me to Ohio University. Like I didn't apply to Ohio University. I would say like Ohio University was chosen for me. So like. But like the good thing that the program was uh, well fit. I have uh, experience in nonprofit journalism in uh, in Egypt, mm -hmm. and I worked in the refugee support sector. Uh, I got an internship in Berlin, Germany, to work with to support the civil society organization working with refugees, and, and I was working there as a media officer. Um, after that, I worked. The last job I took was to work in an animal charity hospital in oh Egypt, yeah. also as a media officer. So I was responsible for doing the media work. Uh, my program is about doing communication and media for social change, so to work in civil society organization. To improve our society. And this is what I do with Mount Zion Church as well. Like this is what I'm trying to do through like my graduation project is using photography, using photo advocacy to encourage local community to preserve heritage and heritage sites. So at what age did you first start taking photographs? <laughs> I, I took... Uh, it it was another story like yes maybe starting to take photos as non-professional was something like as a kid it's okay and even in in my age uh, it was like starting using the film uh, old cameras yeah um but uh, after i entered to the university i wasn't thinking about being a photojournalist at all i was uh, I was in this university I still back in Egypt I was yeah. yes I was uh, I graduated from a university in Cairo and um, I was studying there I took my BA in communication media studies journalism department I was planning to be cultural affairs journalist mm -hmm. um, I just uh, photography was very secondary thing very secondary talent for any journalist is good to take some good photos but in 2019, I won a prize. Um, 
I just enter with with one of my photos in a photo competition and they won a prize and then wow. like uh, it yeah it was like a local photo exhibition and then like I decided there is a light uh, I saw light like I have a talent in this area why not to focus more um, yeah and then the on, uh, other thing which was interesting I was in Cairo during the Arab Spring and Tahrir Square events so uh, all the world was looking at Cairo and they wanted photos from from the streets of Cairo and at that time I took a lot of photos and it went viral and then from there I started to focus more on visual communication and photojournalism and using photography. Yeah. Now, Ohio University has a tremendous uh, focus, <laughs> camera focus, yeah, mm. um, on photography and photojournalism and journalism in mm -hmm. general. Years ago, I worked for a newspaper in Columbus, and I was a photographer. Mm -hmm. And I will have to say it was distressing because mostly what I shot were dead people in handshakes. You know what I mean? Um, I didn't get to um, express myself in, in things that I observed or anything like that. But um, once you get past the initial couple years and they get a little more faith in you, um, that your employer that is, um, this is this does become possible and photojournalism has become such an important thing now so that's kind of neat now you know if i think about mm, what country would i really most love to to visit and if i asked the question aloud to a bunch of people i think i would hear over and over egypt 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 now talk about egypt what does it mean to you uh, Egypt is a very interesting country uh, with huge... Pull that mic just a bit closer. So, okay. so Egypt is a very uh, interesting country with long history and culture. Um, uh, let's talk from the perspective of a photographer. Mm -hmm. I think uh, you need uh, visuals and photo stories like uh, My City Cairo is... Uh, full of life, having different layers of uh, history, different uh, social classes. Um, so, in you can, if a photojournalist go there, you can simply make ten photo stories a day, uh, right? Very easily, very simple. So, um, I think it's it's really uh, a country and uh, full of potential and. Uh, Yes, sure, it's always, uh, we are lucky to have, uh, it's like a destination, like it's on the list of many people all over the world, they at least want to visit the pyramids or to visit uh, historical sites. So yes, but what I can say as well, Egypt is not only the pyramids, there are more things, like, of course. it's like, um, and yeah, and some people are getting crazy by Egypt and like they're if they visited one time, yeah. they would like to visit again because they feel like one visit is not enough. So, yeah. Uh, and if uh, maybe, like, I have uh, my photos as well, I would like to share it. Maybe you can share it on the, your social media. I have two accounts uh, of uh, one account on Instagram. Its name is Athens Lens. I make it focused on stories about Athens. Mm -hmm. 
but I have my Ahmed Hamid 20 Instagram account um, which is having like I think around thousand photo stories from Cairo and around Egypt so yeah so you can well, go through my photos before uh, you leave the building this morning let me uh, let me jot those down so that I can refer some of our listeners to that right sure. thank you so much yeah now uh, tell me um, you had a you had a career going why did you leave it to come back to school yeah. I, oh, they are all like, yeah, I was thinking that we'll talk about Mount Zion, but like, okay. Oh, we're going to get there. <laughs> okay. But like what happened is, um, um, yes, I was working in a good job and this animal, and it was, I was amazed. Like when I got my job, like uh, before, like two years before coming to school, uh, it was um in I was working firstly in journalism as you said and then like the news project where I was working I was working as a multimedia officer in a news website it was close 2017 it happens in many news organizations for different reasons but like uh, after that I started to only work on journalism as a freelancer I didn't find a job in journalism but I started to work in the civil society organizations and my last job was very interesting it was its name like was brook Hospi- uh, animals hospital oh, yes. it was uh, to support animals especially equine animals in egypt and i was working on making newsletter taking photos for the horses and i was going all over egypt to take photos for the horses and donkeys and like honestly it was interesting it was uh, it's a also it's a hospital having a lot of branches in the country and outside the country it's in 17 countries right. in general i got the scholarship i applied for the scholarship i got it and it was not easy to it was not easy choice but i felt like okay i was afraid i um, i was thinking a lot to, to apologize but like i think okay i'm in a comfort zone now i'm happy to get a full-time job i have a very good health insurance it was paying everything there back yeah, home and I was, I was and and like just and like just i said okay like if i didn't jump from this comfort zone so coming here was jumping from a comfort zone to adventure yeah i'm happy now i'm i will graduate in december that it wasn't a bad choice to leave my comfort zone if i was in egypt i think i was going to be happy to because so let me uh, make sure i understood but in december oh. you'll finish here right yes and then be returning to Egypt? Uh, or you, not, you don't know yet, right? As an international student, I, uh, I can stay more time for academic training to have a practical experience, ah. uh, which is related to my study. And the good, happy thing that I'm doing my graduation project about Mount Zion, and I will do my academic training in Mount Zion Black Culture Center as well. Neat. Okay, now uh, I'm going to move on to one more topic, which you weren't expecting. Okay, so in my day, right, and when I was shooting, as I said, dead bodies and handshakes for the Columbus newspaper, um, that's me. Okay. (laughs) I was tapping on the the, um, desk here. Oh, well. Um, I shot with a sheet sheet film camera, four by five inch film. 
and it had a flashbulb, you know, that was a one-time flashbulb, and then you had to replace it, and all this sort of thing. And, um, you know, today, mercy, even our, our cell phones, they have so much more capability and everything. What, what is, what, what, so the artistic eye, I think, has somewhat been lost with the use of all the fancy bells and whistles our cameras have now. But to capture that special image really just takes the eye. You know what I mean? Um, I and mean, do you agree? You I know? agree. Uh, I agree like just I, w I give sometimes workshops, <clears throat> photography workshops for, for, for students or yes. people loving photography. And I always say, okay, like uh, before it was the matter of having a camera, yeah. but it was never having about having a camera. It is about now all the people are having the camera. Who is the photographer? The photographer is, I say it as like, you know, the comic books, this light bulb on the top of the head when the idea came and, and light. The photographers are the people which are having the eye. This is my definition for photography. The photographers are the people which are having the eye which is the light turn on in their to see the special moment or the like the special moment to capture um, but yeah everyone can take photos today with the mobile phone cameras the smartphone cameras which are having pretty good cameras but but who is the photographer the photographer which is the person who can take know where to take the photo yeah. and build and also there are other things about photography building the photo story and, and you know the other thing and then we'll leave this but you know you used to have to wait maybe a half an hour or more to get to see what the picture is going to look like and now it's boom you got it and you can look at it because of all the digital stuff and everything like that and it's, um, in fact, I can remember a trip where I did a news thing that it was um, a week or so before I could see my film. Oh, well, such a difference. But if I can say something, it's, the time is not only in processing. The time is, uh, the time is maybe you can wait like till a bird come on the tree to complete your frame. Uh, the time is to jump into adventure or to walk in the streets trying to find a good photo so to talk with the people like uh, photographers need to talk with the people and to be close to the people and try to make them feel safe when taking photos to them like part of our work is to let the people open their hearts and life to us to document it so this is all takes time and this is all takes effort and maybe you stay convincing someone for a year to take photos for them maybe Ahmed, Ahmed, and um, that's our guest today, and um, the reason uh, we got you in here is, you know, something our neighborhood, I think, is very proud of and, and hoping to bring back to beautiful order, and it's already in the works, and that is the Mount Zion uh, Church. Um, now, you got selected to do a photo 
project about the renovations and 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 then you also have incorporated some historical photographs and all that sort of thing and this exhibition uh, has been on uh, display now for most of this month and um, and it still is right yes yes and it uh, it's been moving from um, let's see here various locations as i understand it different public libraries in our Athens County system. So let's see here. Today is, uh, da, da, da. so it's in Athens right now. Exactly. Yeah. So if you went down to, um, what is that, May Street? or Home, Home Street, yeah. where our, our um, Athens City or public library is located. Um, this is all on display there. Now, uh, this how many uh how much time did you put into all the shots you know and and the stories behind them and and then you know the hardest thing is picking out which ones you're not going to show you know yes how'd you how'd you go about doing it so yeah the story about like this how it starts it's uh, um i when i came in january uh, the weather was cold, it was snowing, and you know, like, I, as I told you, good that you asked me, I was jumping from a comfort zone, and like, I was asking some of the students, international students here, honestly, sadly, they was giving me some not very positive uh, <laughs> feedback about Athens, it's a small city, uh, it's a boring city, the transportation is, this is their opinion, like yeah, yeah, I have yeah. a different, I built a different one, but uh, like okay. their opinion and, and like, yeah, um, the transportation is not easy uh, without a car, it's isolated city, you can go to anywhere and the bus system is not that uh, good. So they tell me all the negative things in their experience. And so I was loaded with these things, <laughs> but like I said, okay, let's let's move and search. Uh, and I was walking in the streets, and I found this building. Uh, honestly, when I found Mount Zion Baptist Church uh, in Carpenter Street, uh, I just came to my mind. I'm interested in Egypt as well, in documented historical buildings, and uh, historical buildings are facing a lot of challenges. I felt I'm interested to see more. And many historical places, sadly, which is needed preservation in Egypt is closed. And how to to check what is the access to see part of it is to check from the keyhole or from the window or to... So this is what I do with this building. Like I just climbed the stairs and like check it's closed, but like there is glass window, I can... Can I take a good photo from the window showing the building? And this is what I did. Uh, the photo which is in front of you, sadly, mm -hmm. maybe again, you can publish it on your, sadly, we're on the radio, we can show. But if you go to the exhibition as well, you will find it as the first photo. It was photo from the window of the church. And then I publish it on uh, the one of the local Facebook groups. Uh, living in uh, Athens, uh, Ohio, like one of the local Facebook groups, and the interaction came. The interaction came uh, uh, was amazing. Like I got many likes, many comments, um, and I wasn't, I didn't know at the time that the name of the church is Mount Zion uh, Baptist Church. 
but like from the comments of the people and okay it's a it's a church which was built uh, by the black american community in the early 20th uh, century okay and like it's closed for a long time and we are sad for that and we want it to be open there is a story built up in front of me and sure one of the most happy things happened the comment of dr <laughs> dr t for damad she commented that um, that uh, how did you took this photo and like yes we want to meet you we are a preservation society there is a preservation society trying to reopen it and from here started my relation from the second week of me being uh, here in athens ohio sure i wasn't planning to do a photo project at that time but i feel like it's uh, one of the spots i would like to take a lot of photos for but then i said okay as i support heritage in my city in cairo through photography i would like to support heritage here in athens ohio in the time i'm sitting here through photography and i started to take more photos to the church that's yeah. um folks um anybody who's been driving through athens for the last few months you have noticed uh i i would i i would think it'd be impossible not to notice the um the fact that mount zion baptist church had been surrounded in a, uh, a, a uh, what do they call scuffles. those structures scaffolds scaffolding and um, plastic because uh, it, they were going to be removing all of these amazing um, stained glass windows taking them to a place that is an, um, nationally known for um, restoring those sort of things and also making sure that in the old days they might have used a little asbestos or something like that in the uh, caulking. Well, then they, they get rid of that and they put in safe stuff. Uh, all of these things. Now, I'm holding up, this is radio, so this doesn't work too well, but I'm holding up a picture here, right? Yes. That is one of the main windows, and it is currently um, located elsewhere being worked on. Mm. Now, this is, um, my printer is black and white. Mm. This window, of course, has gazillions of different colors and shapes and everything, and yet the detail in this black and white print is, um, come on, phone, be quiet. <laughs> Uh, this detail of this this print that I made this morning just amazing yeah. and, and this is this is the rose window uh, one of the very unique very unique uh, uh, windows uh, in the church honestly the church is very rich with with its stained gla glass windows mm -hmm. uh, this is the look of the window from the street yes and the stained glass windows in the churches uh, are more for the people's inside so imagine how beautiful it is from outside yeah, can you yeah. imagine how beautiful is it is it from inside of course so anyone will go to the exhibition will enjoy uh, seeing them and thanks like the preservation society what it did till now that they collected donations which are uh, which is enough to just uh, take the windows down and put them in protected boxes 
and they will be stored in a safe place till collecting more donations to preserve them and restore them and put them back. Mm -hmm. Now, if you pass by the church, sadly, it's not having the windows. But why the Preservation Society made that? They made that to protect the windows because if, sure. if, if we didn't do that, we will lose them. Again, if anyone go to the exhibition, which I invite you, you will find some broken windows on the floor of the church, falling on the floor of the church. And if there, this intervention wasn't done, all the windows, we would lose all the windows. And this would be a very sad thing to Athens. I, I have not been inside mm -hmm. the church recently, but I have within a year or two passed and here's a picture here that I also this printed This is the first off. picture I took. This is um, of the interior, mm -hmm. and it's uh, through a sort of a hallway, and there's um, uh, several pews that can be seen to the sanctuary. Well, actually quite a few. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then, you know, here's, here are the window panes in the door itself, mm -hmm. arched shape. And then above the, the double doorway, again, a much wider, big, arched window. And these are, oh, what amazing stuff. And, um, and yet, you know, nothing um, lasts without maintenance. And um, it's, how many years do we think these were made ago? I didn't uh, say that well. I can say that. I think Dr. T uh, <laughs> yeah. can say that better than me, but uh, it is, the the, church, the congregation is from 1872, yeah. but the church is built 1905. 1905. And, wow. and most probably this uh, windows wasn't having uh, very well maintenance through this yeah. time. Uh, again, like... Well, there's this, real skill to the maintenance, yeah. too. You know, and not everybody knows it. Um, um, again, like this, this windows and this uh, church and this place, it's not only about the beauty, sure, the beauty of the place and the gloss, and, but it's about the effort of this congregation and the African-American. And we are here, like, again, I'm not from here. I'm from, my house is 6,000 miles away from here. Yeah. But the message, <laughs> the message came from this uh, from this church, I understood as a person came from far away, the deep history and the beautiful like struggle of the black Americans and and other and and other Americans and white Americans and all members of the community uh, to reach to freedom and more diverse community and more free community. I learned about the Underground Railroad. I thought it's a real railroad when I hear it for the first time, yeah. not a road to freedom, uh, which was done by people. Uh, but so what a again, story. Keeping yeah. keeping this building, uh, I will. I will, uh, we are happy to have Dr. T, the head of the communication of Mount Zion Preservation Society, which is now Mount Zion Black Culture Center, because we hope this place after innovation with the support of the Athens community. As and maybe a rebirth comes alive and represents the community exactly. in so many ways. Exactly. For, so anyone, Athens is lucky city with people coming from all over the world to join the university. Uh, I think having this building as a message, 
about the, the history and the heritage of this city and this country uh, to these people coming from all over the world will be amazing thing, will be amazing message to the world through the eyes of the students and, and, and to the local community as well. Many people, many Americans don't know, many local domestic students don't know about this history sadly. And I think we need so much this cultural center and this building to stay uh, having its uh, all values which is having. Um, you know, there's, um, oh mercy, T, help me, the family name. Um, Barry? The, the, yeah, the Barry family. And uh, we recently recognized them in a number of ways with the, um, the Barry Hotel and, um, and the things they did for this community and the unique things uh, that um, they themselves represented, and even nationally, uh, owning a, a very fine hotel and special services that they offered that were not commonly done. It, it's just what an amazing story. And of course, the quality of their service. Um, now, they had a lot to do with Mount Zion, right? Uh, yes. Uh, yes. So, um, T. Um, T. Ford Ahmed is um, one of my very close friends. T., uh, join us on this. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. And uh, Ahmed, <laughs> I'm, I'm amazed at the learning about you now and also <laughs> of the, uh, the, the character of the things that you have done to uh, help advance Mount Zion. Yes, the berries actually gave the land on which Mount Zion is built. Mm -hmm. And then they <clears throat> built their house right behind Mount Zion. Right. And then to the, on the Carpenter Street side to the west uh, was built the parsonage. So all of that land there on that corner of Congress and Carpenter was owned by the Berries, who owned other land uptown. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, when they started the fundraising um, e e adventure, <laughs> he then not only gave money uh, to, to uh, help them be, uh, start the church, but he also, of course, gave the land. And he gave la money to Ohio University, not just to uh, the church, but, uh, and you'll find uh, a commemoration of that event there at the, uh, the entrance gate. Sure. They have a, a, a marker there for Barry. Folks, uh, we've been talking about this photo exhibition of the Mount Zion Church that uh, Ahmed Ahmed has um, uh, put together as part of his uh, graduate work. And um, it's been on display, oh, let's say for two weeks up in Nelsonville, then another two weeks in Gloucester. is just coming to a close on a three or four week display here in the Athens area. But we have some future locations, right? Starting October 23rd and running for, um, it looks like two weeks, it'll be at the Plains Library. And then in the Albany Library, again, for it looks like two to three weeks, uh, in mi uh, middle of November, and then um, late November, it'll be in the Coolville branch of our county
Athens Public Library. Okay, and then I'm sure it's going to be available at the church itself. But um, what, 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 you know, what, as you've been watching and going to various events since publishing this display, what new things have you learned that you wished you had in, had the opportunity to incorporate into that display? Honestly, like one of the good uh, comments, uh, the photos say like it's not having a lot. Like if you go to the photos, you will find the photos is not having a lot of people inside the place. We like maybe I would, uh, but like the church is closed and like no yeah. one is there. And and it was like uh, when we go inside, like it's like. Uh, small visits or something no one is almost there so uh this place needs people around and uh, and like on the level of the usage of the photography like i will try like to make these photos available we are thinking uh, as uh, postcards uh, gifts uh, in different forms we hope like that mount zion photos is available for for in in most of the places in the community so it's in the mind of the people mm -hmm. it will stay through these photos in the minds of the people and i wish to take photos while this place is having people inside it and yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. so let me ask um, um <clears throat> i've been here 53 years mm -hmm. t when did you arrive roughly uh in the uh, early 90s okay um so you got 30 years or so in the community too what about um, unless i'm doing my math wrong well actually um <laughs> i left i was here okay. to do the phd so i was here from 90 to 95 and then i left okay mm -hmm. well i guess what my point is um the active church mount zion um and, and <clears throat> let's see here I had this, I lost my notes here. Baptist Church, Mount Zion Baptist Church. Was it an active church at any point while you've been living here? It absolutely was. And I had a, uh, my daughter who was in the, let's see, we, when we came for that program, she was a sophomore uh, and she finished like in Athens, high school? Or? In high yeah. school. Okay. And she finished uh, Athens High and she sang in a choir that was very well known at the time, the Gospel Voices of Faith, which well, I've was heard a, of that. Mm -hmm, a choir that was put together by uh, Dr. Francine Childs, who we lost a, a, a couple of months ago. Yes. But when Francine came, she, uh, from Texas, I think she was the first black woman to be tenured <clears throat> at Ohio University, and she started the African American Studies program there. And she said, when she came here from I forget the name of the town in Texas. She said, child, she said, there was no choir. I have never been to a church that didn't have a choir. Yeah, so she yeah. started putting together a choir of her students. And uh, the choir became so well known. I've heard older folks say that they would drive by because the, the church could accommodate maybe about 300 people. 
people would park on the street to listen and, yes to listen to the <laughs> choir and they later became the ohio university gospels of faith and traveled throughout the uh, nationally winning contest mm -hmm. after contest so um uh my uh, my daughter sang for the three years that she was here uh with the gospel voices of faith is it um, and this may be a lousy question at what point did the congregation stop functioning um, I am told, because as I said, I, once I finished my program in 95, I returned to West by God, Virginia, okay, yeah. uh, because I was teaching there at a historical black college there, West Virginia State University, who incidentally, two of the presidents came out of this area from another black uh, institution that was abolished and torn down, the Albany Enterprise Academy, two presidents yeah. of West Virginia State. Yeah. Uh, came um, were was associated with uh, with that in the care run school uh, hmm. there in uh, Pomeroy, I believe it is. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, anyway, I I felt that um, when I returned here after retiring in 17, 2017, I had purchased a home while I was here as a graduate student because I thought both of my girls would come here and go to school. I wasn't going to pay the high price rent, and I had the opportunity to purchase a house. I put them in the house, and uh, well, as it turned out, I realized I was no longer making choices for my children, and they both decided to do other things, mm. and there I was stuck with the house. So <laughs> I am fortunate enough have kept <clears throat> graduate students in there during those 30 years who have been there, f who came from all over the world. So I'm so thankful and grateful that I got to um, interact with so many cultures. Uh, <clears throat> I think probably I had a student there from uh, Iceland, uh, one from Madagascar, <laughs> from South Africa, from India, from uh, from China, Mexico, etc. So I got to learn a lot of different cultures. So it was so I don't know ancestral blessing that I saw the picture on Facebook, and then when I asked who did this, how did you do this? The church has been closed. How did you get in there to get that picture? I need to talk to you. <laughs> and then here was this gentleman. From Egypt, so oh, again, wow. my international connection was so, and I feel so, well, how so blessed. Did you get in there? <laughs> well, as he said, he didn't. He just climbed up on the the steps and shot through a peephole, you know. Yeah, okay. So, uh, and he exp expressed that, but of course, uh, our board was so fascinated by the shot. Everybody wanted to know who is this guy and was he sent here by the ancestors to do this? So they know? encourage you to <laughs> carry on. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and like we started the communication, and honestly, they was worried because of the, sadly, uh, it's not like it's, the, the church is very old, so at that time they was using material, which we know later, scientifically, it's toxic yeah. and carcinogenic. Yeah. <laughs> so the team just was caring about my my uh, my safety so just they told me you will need to put safety on your shoes and on your face to be yeah. entered to be able to enter to the church to take the photos 
uh, sure, we take all these precautions and I started to be able, I entered the church, I think two or three times and I took these photos and then many incidents took place like um, selling the, the church needed at some point to take a choice to sell some of the pews. Uh, I was there during uh, the process of uh, removing uh, most of the pews we will keep like the church will keep two pews uh, for the historical thing this were the pews the beautiful pews of the church but for removing the windows we needed the church hall to be empty of course and the plan for the future that this will be a cultural center open big space for performing arts so we will need this space to be repurposed it will not be used as a church so the pews was uh, sold i was there so in general with many last uh, interesting uh, event took place black student union make a march from baker center to the to the church uh, and this was super interesting that the current uh, black student community are considering the church as a symbol for the black community in athens till now after all these years um, maybe there are not many of them are originally from Athens. They came here to the university, but they know about, they started to know about Mount sure. Zion and consider Mount Zion as an icon for the black community in Athens. You know, um, <clears throat> now, folks, uh, much of the uh, scaffolding and uh, the weather wrap that they did while they were removing uh, these very beautiful windows to be completely renovated and made safer and so they'll last longer and all of this sort of thing. Uh, that's now down. And you can see where there's, um, frankly, just uh, pieces of plywood that have been put in place of the windows, once again, to keep weather out. And, uh, you know, we got a snow season coming and stuff like that. But these windows are now being examined and uh, made first class. Um, they always were first class, but I mean putting them back into perfect condition uh, by um, one or two companies that are famous for doing this sort of thing. And they work on uh, special facilities um, or historical facilities such as Mount Zion uh, that are located all about the nation. Uh, T, maybe you could address just a little bit of that. Okay. Uh, currently, however, they are being stored, thanks to the city uh, who has provided a storage space for us to hold them. Uh, they are not being worked on yet because we need to do <laughs> a lot more fundraising before okay. Zolani Glass, which is the, the Stained Glass Association gurus, I call them, from California, who has agreed to... Um, put them back together. We, we One of the reasons why they were falling out is that the lead, the lead cams that hold the stained pieces together mm -hmm. have become so weak, mm -hmm. which is why they were able to be blown out like uh, this past March, one of them, we lost one that was blown out when, when the March winds rushed in like the lion that it is always touted to be. Mm -hmm. So they are being held uh, while we rehabilitate the building. Uh, once we have raised enough uh, funds for the 
re-leading of all of those stained glass, then that will start. So, but we figure that it's going to take at least maybe a couple of years to uh, actually get the water out the basement, to put in the new floor, lower that floor. I don't know if people get taller or what, but the basement floor needs to be lowered so yeah. that the, uh, the I'm ceiling still is high. Five foot five. <laughs> and so, well, so I don't think they're getting any taller. Okay, well, I'm five foot two, so, <laughs> <laughs> so we could have we could operate in there really really well. But now to Ahmed, who is moving into the six foot etc. Uh, era. Anyway, those are some of the things that we'll be needing to do for uh, for to rehab the building. Uh, and once that has been done, hopefully our, our fundraiser, we're going to be starting a capital campaign, as a matter of fact, uh, in the beginning of the year to start raising some of that um, stained glass window. I just want to mention one thing about that rose window that you were talking about. They took all the windows out of that, but they have not been able to remove that wood frame because that window is so massive, which is why... We're going to have to take the scaffolding down yeah. even to remove this window. Okay. They could not remove it from the inside and take it out the door as they did with all the other windows. Uh, it is still there, and Blind Eye Restoration, which is the other uh, female-led company that Enzalani uh, worked with, um, Zelani worked with, is going to be coming back once the scaffolding has been taken down to remove that rose window out the front and we will not be able to store it with the rest of the windows because it is just too massive. Blind Eye, uh, the company in uh, Columbus, they're located in Columbus, will store that particular window for us for the next few years. Let's, um, we're, we're approaching the end of the show, but let's, let's mention um, the black community. Um, I was raised in a family that that was never, you didn't pay attention to that. A very good friend of mine, John Beatty up in Worthington, he was black. He and I did all sorts of things together. Um, and I recently have had on my notes to look him up and see how he's doing. You know, we've lost track over the years. It is. It bothers me that there are people who resent people of color. And maybe I said that too strongly. But um, if you look at Mount Zion's church, the, the Mount Zion church, and the Berry family, and the many things that have happened over the years in Athens, it seems like we have been more conscious, cautious, caring. Am I nuts? No, <clears throat> I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I have folks that visit me, black and white, from other areas that come to Athens and they will they say things like, well, only in Athens could that happen, only in Athens. So we do, we have a very unique 
type of culture here. Uh, and like uh, at you, I grew up in West by God, Virginia, mm -hmm. where we were the only black coal mining family living in an area, but we worked together and played together. Things have morphed differently, you know, in different places. But here, I don't know, I, I think it is a, a very safe and... Um, now, well, not, I mean, not, we have our problems. I was, I was about to add that, <laughs> that too. <laughs> but I think we have fewer of them. Yes. Mm -hmm. and Especially as re it relates yeah. to relationship. Now, when you get to business and those kind of things, you know, it's, uh, it's different. <laughs> but uh, in terms of people and relationship and just everyday uh, mingling, it's, it's pretty cool. I'm an Amun. Um, did I say that well enough? Yes. Okay. Uh, once again, is from Egypt, um, and I want to enjoy Egypt down in the future. Oh, Not so, so. down in the future, but I mean soon. Anyway, what I'm getting at is, where is your display on display right now, and where is it going to be next? And let's once again get people to go and see it. Uh, it's now in uh, Athens uh, Public Library, uh, in the Athens branch. It's... Uh, I want to thank them. Uh, they were very helpful. And uh, Nelsonville, now it was shown in Nelsonville. Uh, uh, they were amazing there. Gloucester, the team was very helpful in Athens branch. And we are looking forward to Plains and to Albany and to Colville. And the photo show will always be available after that, as you said, in events. Organized by Mount Zion uh, Preservation Society. Sure. Uh, sorry, culture Black Culture Center now. <laughs> but yeah. so so like yeah, it will be available uh, and yeah. So the people will. I think I hope my our work is to let most of the people in Athens have open access to now the photos and later on the building. Hopefully, you know, once you get involved with the project, you never stop. Yeah. But what's your next one? You you know, you photographers and, and other people too, they do so well in something and then they're thinking about, you know, this next thing I'd like to do. We're not going to let him go. Are you kidding? <laughs> okay. Uh, as a matter of fact, we're right now all over the university trying to see if we can't have him intern with us for the next year. Cool. So we'll see. Okay. Hopefully. Well, I'm that's happy. great information. Uh, like, um, again, Mount Zion is my main uh, project. But, but again, like I wish as well, uh, I have Athens Lens. And Athens Lens is focusing on things related to your last talk. I'm focusing, trying to focus in my photo stories to show the diversity of the city, the efforts of some activists to confront racism. Uh, so I hope from the listeners, so happy to be with you today. Thank you so much for hosting you bet. Uh, me. And like, uh, I hope that this is a start of a conversation, not the end of a conversation through my Instagram and you can, and through Mount Zion uh, Black Culture Center. Stand, Folks, we so are much. nearly out of time. As you've guessed, if you tuned in late, Mount Zion Black Cultural Center is what we were talking about today. And it's really exciting. And then one more thing, uh, tomorrow we'll be talking about Visit Athens In our County. In 73rd year See you then. serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970.